Hi, I'm Jillian, and you're listening to the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast, where each week you'll learn tools and actionable tips for improving your relationship with food, your body, and yourself so that eating can feel easier. If at any point you'd like to learn more about my coaching programs, download free resources to support your progress, or just see photos of my adorable dog, you can go to www.bitesize.es to learn more. Thank you so much for listening, and let's hop in to this week's episode. I'm excited to chat with you about this topic today because we are going to talk about how I coach myself through a shitty body image day. And so I have done a lot of work on my body image over the last few years. And I want you to know that while I do appreciate, care for, and love my body, there are many days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't think I look very good. Or I have thoughts of like, oh my gosh, should I go back on a diet? Or should I up my cardio? Like those thoughts still come up. And so having a good relationship with your body just means that you get really good at managing that stuff. So I want to share with you a little bit about how I work through those difficult body image image days myself. And we're going to get into how you can do that. So I want to start out by saying like our bodies don't change that much from day to day. Like yeah, we might wake up one day and be like, oh, I feel a little bit bloated or like maybe I feel a little bit puffier. But like our bodies don't change drastically from day to day. And so you might ask yourself like, well, okay, why do I look in the mirror one day and I'm like, oh, hey, like you look awesome. And then the next day you feel like you crawled out of like a swamp, right? And so that right there is proof that our body image is not really what our bodies look like. It's our perception of what our bodies look like. And that perception is biased on so many different things. And so I want to tell you a story to start out that kind of shifted my perception and really opened my eyes to a whole different world of like body image because I think so many of us, and I was just having this conversation with a client the other day and she was like, you know what? I don't know if I can believe that someone can be happier in any type of body because I don't personally have that experience and I don't know anyone that is, for example, in a larger body and is happy. And I think there we need to ask like, okay, cool, just because I don't know anyone or I don't have experience of that, does that mean it doesn't exist or simply does that mean that like my environment doesn't include it? And so I want to tell you a little story that really opened up my environment and really started to get me thinking about body image in a different way. And this is, this is really impactful because I grew up with a mom who my mom had a very curvy body and was constantly trying to change her body. And so when I saw that and was like, oh, well, she's always trying to change her body. So my body, if it's curvy, also well, like I should be trying to change it, right? But this was kind of one of the standout moments for me that made me realize, ooh, maybe not. And so this was this happened about maybe eight years ago. I was pretty new in Barcelona. And one of my best friends from the States came to visit for a couple of days. And we went down to Barceloneta, which is the beach. And we were lying on the beach. And we saw this woman who was sort of standing up. And I, the only way that I can describe it is she was like preening like a peacock. And this girl was, she was a curvy girl. She was wearing like a string bikini. She was a curvy girl. She definitely had cellulite. She definitely was not sort of your like, like in air quotes, like typical body standard body, right? 
but she was giving off like goddess vibes. She was preening, as I said, preening like a peacock. She was standing there. She had her like poses, like knee popped, uh, and just gave off this vibe of like, I am a bad bitch. And we saw over the course of probably like 45 minutes, we saw the attention that she was garnering from the opposite sex. And we saw her sort of like go through this period where she was like clearly trying to get attention from the opposite sex. And we saw a guy come up to her, start talking, and they had this whole little like mini romance thing. And that for me was kind of the first time where I was like, oh my gosh, that girl does not have what I would call the quote unquote perfect body. But she looks like she just believes so much in herself. She has so much self-confidence. And that clearly is like incredibly attractive to the other, to the opposite sex. Or like the same sex. She just happened obviously to be interested in men. It kind of got me thinking like, oh my gosh, maybe self-confidence is actually something that has more to do with like attitude and action. And it's something that you can build no matter what you look like. And you can believe in yourself no matter what your, your body looks like. And I was like, That was sort of like a light bulb moment for me. And it did take me a few years to actually come full full circle and let go of the body bullshit that I had been carrying around for a really long time and actually allow myself to come into what is, I truly believe, my best health and the best relationship with my body that I've ever had. But again, like I said in the beginning, that doesn't mean that I never have bad body image days now. There are definitely days where I wake up and even before I look in the mirror, I'm just like, I do not feel good. And so let's talk a little bit about how I coach myself through those days where I don't like how I look. The first thing that I do when I wake up, I'm like, oh, I am not having a good body image day today. I do not feel good about my, how I look, is I do a little check of my triggers. Did I get a shitty night's sleep? Am I stressed or upset about something? Where am I at in my hormonal cycle? Did I eat a lot or eat very late last night? Have I maybe not pooped today? Those tend to be kind of like my main triggers. And and getting really clear on what those are has been really helpful for me because instead of just blindly being like, oh my gosh, it's my body. I'm now like, oh, hey, hey, hey. Okay, what's actually underneath this, right? The second thing I do is I actually notice and observe my desire to body check and I make the conscious intentional decision to not do that. So I talked about body checking behaviors in I think it's episode 67. So if you're curious, you're like, what is a body checking behavior? Go back and listen to that episode and that will be really helpful for you. But my personal body checking behaviors now, they used to be different. So I used to weigh myself a lot. I used to do a lot of like taking pictures of my body. And now those body checking behaviors are lifting up my shirt to check what my stomach looks like. I'll sort of like inspect my face in the mirror, especially my chin area, uh, because I tend to like have a little bit more of like a double chin type thing, which when I'm having a good body image day is like not a big deal. But when I'm having a bad body image deal day feels terrible. Or I'll go and try on like certain items of clothing to sort of like test how my body is doing. So those are my body checking behaviors. And because I'm aware of what those are, I can make the intentional decision like, hey, not today, Satan, not going to do that. And then the third thing that I do is I do a little self-check-in and practice some self-talk to help myself sort of recenter. And so for me, what that looks like is actually reminding myself of like, this is transient. This is not going to last forever. This is simply a day or a moment where I don't feel great about my body. But I remind myself of my body is not the most interesting thing about me. And then I also ask myself, have my actions been in line with my values? 
And that way I can check in, for example, if I wake up and I'm like, oh, I didn't sleep well, but I realized that the reason I didn't sleep well was because I went on a really great date and I stayed up too late. Like that's in line with my values. Or maybe I ate late last night because I was out with my girlfriends and we had a late dinner. Also, actions that in line are in line with my values. And so that can be really supportive in a day where I'm like, nah, I don't really feel great about my body, but I'm acting in a way that I feel really good about. The next thing that I do is I make sure that I put on clothes that feel good on my body. So I put on comfy clothes. I put on clothes that I like how I look in generally. And then there are kind of two last things that I do to sort of coach myself through a tough day. And that is I actually make the conscious commitment to feeding myself in a way that nourishes me. Because I know that my tendency when I don't feel great about how my body looks is my tendency is I want to cut out carbs. That's what I used to do. That's where my what my go-to is. And I know that, 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 that doing that always backfires because when I cut out carbs or I try to limit them, I end up just craving more of them later on and it creates a really negative uh, cycle for me. And so when I actually, I, I'll even say this out loud, I will commit to feeding myself balanced meals and I'll say, hey, at lunch today, I will name the carb that I'm going to include in lunch. I'll name the carb that I'm going to include in dinner. And that for me sort of like cuts off this desire to want to quote unquote fix my body by changing how I eat. And then what I'll do sometimes depending on sort of the level of how I actually feel is I'll communicate to my best friend. I We've created a really safe space where, and you heard her, I think she was on episode 66 maybe? And we talk a lot about how we feel about our bodies and we act as each other sort of like hype women. And so that's a safe space for me. And you can create that. I have clients that have that with me. So I have clients that will communicate like, hey, not a great body image day. And sometimes just communicating that out loud can sort of like lessen the shame that we feel around it. And I'll be clear, like sometimes, sometimes this whole process of coaching myself through a a tough body image day takes like three minutes where I can walk myself through all of this quickly and I feel a little bit better or I at least know like, hey, this is not going to last forever. And sometimes I need to pull out my journal and I need to sit down and like write through some of the things that are coming up in my head. And I've taken time to build up my toolbox of emotional regulation over the last few years, including mindfulness, including the moment to be present to like, okay, what am I thinking and feeling? Which means that it, it has become easier for me over the years to pause and say, hey, which one of my tools do I need right now? And this is part of the extensive work we do in coaching of becoming mindful and being aware of some of those thoughts and then making intentional decisions about how to approach them when it comes to food and your body. And there's also next week, I'm going to be sharing with you a podcast on emotional regulation and how you can work on that. So that's kind of my process for working through a a difficult body image day and I want to give you some actionable tips because you know I love giving you stuff that you can just be like okay I'm gonna do this now and so here's what you can do right now for a tough body image day so save this episode because you'll want to go back to it and maybe take some notes so the first thing is identify what your triggers are for difficult body image days and this may take a little bit of tracking on your part So my clients actually have access to a platform where they can do that tracking themselves and go back and look at it. But for you, what that might be is like pulling out a journal or a note on your phone and actually noticing like you might always have a crappy body image day after you don't get enough sleep. Or you might always feel kind of like 
you know, quote unquote, I feel fat when you're a few days out from your period. And simply knowing those things and bringing awareness to the fact that those things happen and that they are patterns can help you mitigate and help you manage how much impact they end up having on your day or on your behavior. The next thing that you can do is take note and again, make a list of your body checking behaviors. Body checking is really a a sort of a protective mechanism that we have of bringing like awareness to, to our bodies, but in a way that often ends up being quite negative. Because for example, weighing ourselves can be a body checking behavior, And we weigh ourselves not to be like, oh, this is what I weigh today. Like, it doesn't mean anything. But we weigh ourselves to check, like, am I, quote unquote, good because my weight is the same or it went down? Or am I, quote unquote, bad because my weight went up? And so that's not helpful when we're talking about managing your body image and and creating a, a sense of body acceptance or body neutrality. And so, again, listen to episode 67. That is going to talk a lot more about body checking behaviors. And bringing awareness to what your checking behaviors are are really helpful so that you can intentionally limit, remove, or delay those behaviors so that you are not continuing to reinforce this this focus on your body, especially on a tough body image day. Next actionable tip, for the love of fucking God, wear comfy clothes. I was talking to a client the other day that we are sort of in the process of working on her relationship with food and her body. We're working on creating more regularity within her eating patterns and sort of taking away the good, bad labels on food because for her it's always been very much associated to this food is bad, this is what it's going to do to my body. When I eat bad foods, I feel like shit about my body. So she mentioned that her undies felt a little bit too small and her undies were sort of like pinching into her size or her sides, sorry. And so I suggested, I was like, well, hey, what about getting a pair of underwear or a few pairs of underwear that actually fit. If we are working on your relationship with food in your body, I want you to think of it like this. If you are wearing shoes that are half a size too small, don't you think you would be thinking about your feet all day long? And so when we are wearing clothes that are not comfortable, it makes sense that we are continuously thinking about our bodies. And it's very difficult to divert our attention to other things when we have that physical reminder of, my pants are digging into my sides, for example. Last actionable tip I will leave you with, talk or write yourself through it. And so this is a big one for me. I will sort of talk to myself out loud and like talk myself through what's happening or pulling out my journal and writing down like this is how I feel. Why do I think I feel this way? How do I want to manage it? And this is a lot more strategic and helpful than just telling yourself like, oh, it's not a big deal. Because brushing it off or not validating how you feel can actually just make it worse. It's kind of like when you try to push like a pool floaty underwater and it just like pops up somewhere else. So actually think about like allowing yourself to process and talk yourself through it. And I will leave you with this. Think of your relationship with your body like an actual relationship that you have with another human. You can be someone who loves and appreciates your body and also has days where you're like, dude, what the fuck, right? Your family, friends, partner, they all probably piss you off sometimes, right? But you know that you still love them and hopefully you don't just treat them like shit because they're annoying you today and hopefully what you do is intend to bring the relationship back to a place of stability when there is a disagreement. So you probably take action to show that person, hey, I do care about you or hey, I would like to resolve this. And we can think of our relationship with our body in the same way where there are going to be days where our relationship with our body doesn't feel amazing 
or relationship with food doesn't feel amazing. But we can take intentional steps to continue to show ourselves and illustrate that that relationship is important to us and we are trying to work on making it better. So with that, save this episode as your body image lifeline when you have a day, a week, or even a month where you're just like, I am not feeling myself. Consider that some of the skills we talk about here, those are skills we are going to work on in coaching. If you are curious about what coaching could look like, all of the details are in the show notes. Please share this episode with someone that you think could use these tips. And if you are enjoying the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast, please go ahead and leave a rating on Apple or Spotify. The rating takes like two seconds. It's an amazing free way to support the podcast. And last thing I will tell you, I recently put together a brand new course to help you reduce food guilt and feel more in touch with the decisions that you are making around food. This mini course will improve your relationship with food without a doubt. So if you if you describe your relationship with food as sort of like difficult or iffy or feels like a struggle, in the show notes you can sign up for it. It's bitesize.ck.page backslash eat guilt free and you'll see that link in the show notes and you can sign up for it there. With that my friend, thank you so much for being here and I will see you again next time.